Hi, I'm back. That noise was from my cat. Um, yeah, I don't know what it, what exactly I even necessarily want to talk about or how long I could talk about this, but I figured I would try. Um, I watched a, a TikTok video recently that was talking about um, a way that depression can manifest that I realized is how my depression always manifests. And I hadn't seen it put that way before. Um, and it was basically saying like, like the kind of where it, like the way that depression can be is when you can't do, where you just don't do anything. And you, just like spend the whole day waiting for it to end and you feel guilty because you don't do anything and 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 how like sad that is basically was the person who made the video because they're talking about it because it's a way that depression shows up that isn't talked about as much um like it's not like where you're like super numb it's not like acting out it's not like you know, doing kind of, like, self-harm, like, addictive behaviors, um, to deal with it or anything like that, um, and, like, watching that, I was like, yeah, that's how my depression works for me, um, that's really, there really isn't much more I need to say, (laughs) but, yeah, it's just, that's how it's always showed up since I was a kid, um, and it's it interesting for me to think about a lot of that time um because my parents used to call me lazy especially my mom um i'm sure my dad did too i just like he called me everything so i'm not going to remember just one word as much for him but for her remember my mom used to say that I was lazy and she would say it in like a way where she wasn't sometimes she would say it in like a mean way but a lot of the time she would say it in like a oh you're just like you're my lazy daughter and I would say no I'm not um and sometimes she'd be like yeah okay you're not but da 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 uh and I and like I guess from like the outside it makes sense why she would have thought that because she would have seen me like not cleaning my room and things like that or not going anywhere or doing anything for a while for like a good part of my time when I was living at home like before I graduated high school and stuff um but of course like the difference is that like I wasn't being lazy then um it was taking actually a lot of energy in order to like stay aware of like all of my surroundings when I was at home, which is something that I had to do whenever I was at home. But uh, for her, it would look like I was because like not cleaning my room was one way for me to kind of rebel and be like, fuck you, <laughs> basically. Like you can't control me every second or every day. Um, 
because I do remember a few times, especially when she would come into my room and yell about, like, that, like, clothes, like, clothes that were in, like, that were supposed to be in my laundry hamper. Sometimes they would fall out of my hamper and, or just be, like, on the floor next to it, and she'd be like, da 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 and I would be like, and I would go up to the clothes, pick it up, and put it in the hamper, and close, like, my closet door, and just be like, is that it, <laughs> basically? Um, that's what I mean by, like, that was, like, my one, like, defiant thing that I could do. Uh, and it, she would get so annoyed when I would do stuff like that. Like, I could see on her face how annoyed she was because she wanted to start, she wanted to, like, pick a fight with me. Like, I, I don't know if there's, like, other kids of, like, emotionally um, immature parents who've gone through that, but, like, I could just tell times when she would come home and would be in a mood because of something that happened at work or whatever, and she would try to, like, like, start a fight or an argument or, like, start, basically, like, take out whatever happened that day on, on, like, me or my sister or whatever. Like, it was just so obvious to me. Like, I can remember one time, even way back when I was, like, 10, maybe? Like, 10, 11, somewhere in there. And my mom came home from work, and she was, um, and she was just, she was yelling at me and my sister about things that she usually wouldn't yell at us about. Like, it just was, you know, like, petty kind of stuff. I don't even remember what it was anymore. But the part of this I do remember is me being like, me being like, stop taking, like, stop taking it out on me and Cassie because you had a bad day. And my mom being like, I'm not doing that. And I'd be like, yes, you are. Like, you had a bad day at work and now you're taking it out on us. It's not our fault. And it like, the fact that I said that when I was 11 is also, like, who was I when I was 11? Like, that is a very, like, well-constructed argument and a way to, and, like, emotionally kind of, um, mature or intelligent, however you want to put it, for, like, a 10, 11-year-old, but that's where I was at that age. Um, but yeah, because that's exactly what she did. And I remember when I said that, she, like, just stopped she just shut her mouth because what can you say to that you know that it's true um because she knew it was whatever she was yelling at us about it was something that she normally would never get mad about or say or act like we sh- we were supposed to be doing it um so yeah anyway what I'm trying to say is that like growing up they used to say think that I was lazy because I didn't want to go anywhere or do anything and I would just like sit in my room And I feel like my sister even felt like that about me, especially when we lived together, because she would, she was the, she's like an active kind of person. Like she likes to be doing things like leaving the house and going places and stuff. Like even this weekend, um, like she and her boyfriend went to like visit his like family or something like that. Um, they're usually like, usually when COVID isn't going on, they would be doing things. Um, and I usually am the one that stays in my apartment the whole weekend. Uh, so 
I feel like people around me have always just thought that I was, I don't know, like, lazy, didn't want to, like, get up and do anything, or just not wanting to, like, leave the house, but it was, like, more than that, it was this, like, that's, like, the side of my depression coming out, because that's what I do, like, I don't, like, that's what I've been doing for, like, months, especially at this point. Like, I haven't been painting. I haven't been... I used to I used to paint on a regular basis. I used to do, like, tarot and oracle card readings on myself every week to kind of give... Every weekend to give me, like, a heads up for what the next week would be like. Um, and I haven't done either of those things on a regular basis in, like, five or six months. Uh, I just stopped doing it and I have reasons for why I stopped but I still stopped and didn't replace it with anything else um, and instead almost just try to stay busy like I there's always like like I look at YouTube and watch videos on there I like look at TikTok I like well sometimes I'll find like a fan fiction to read or I'll watch like a movie on Disney Plus or something like that but it's more like when I think about it it's more like what can I do to to like pass the time as opposed to this is something that I actually want to spend time watching it's more like like the things I like I can't pay attention to things I don't find interesting so it's not that I don't find it interesting but it's also like that's not where like the that's not where it's coming from like I'm trying to find something to entertain myself um for the day so that I don't just sit here staring at the wall not doing anything um because I'm not doing anything uh like that's what I usually do especially since COVID and everything like there but COVID the thing that I think that has um, made me more aware of this is like last week sometime I think I remember or I realized that like even once I'm like once I'm vaccinated like I'm getting the second vaccine on Friday like once I'm vaccinated like not a whole lot of my life is actually going to change afterwards and I feel like, oh, that's not the norm. Like, most people, they have, like, family or friends that they haven't seen in a while on a regular basis. And once they're vaccinated, they'll be able to do that again. Um, and I don't have anybody like that. Like, I have my sister, but she's literally it. I don't have any friends anymore. At least, I have any friends here where I live, and I don't have any family here that I would want to see outside of my sister so there's like nobody there's no one that I've been talking to this entire like time of COVID that once we're vaccinated I'll be able to like safely leave the house and go see on a regular basis like once I'm vaccinated like it'll I'm not gonna lie it's gonna be a huge relief to be vaccinated in and of itself where it like obviously the worry about COVID goes way down once like that is done um but I just see a lot of other people talking about how they're 
excited for it so they can start to like leave the house again and go back to like their the lives that they had before and I'm just like huh like I've almost realized that like the last year basically has kind of helped me not think about the fact that like I don't have anything like that and so like the last year COVID has kept everyone inside but I feel like once everybody starts leaving the house again that's just going to make me even more aware of the fact that I don't have anybody like that to hang out with so I don't I'll still be staying inside all the time like I usually am um well everybody else's life will start like moving forward and mine is just like where it is uh yeah it's just I don't like, I, I don't have anybody to spend time with. Um, and I miss, I really miss having, like, friendships like that. And I guess I don't know what to do to fix that or make that even necessarily happen. Like, me meeting new people is very hard um, because I don't trust people and I'm really scared of people and I also don't like part of the whole thing is because I, I don't trust and I'm scared of people I don't leave the house very much um, so like how would I even find a new friend to meet even if I, I could somehow convince myself that I would be safe to be around them I don't, I honestly don't know. Um, I have no idea how that could even happen. Because I don't have any, like, I work at home. I don't have anywhere to go. I don't have anyone else to really, that would, like, I go out with my sister, but still, like, that's it. So, like, we don't, like, we don't really do stuff that, even when things were normal, we wouldn't do things that maybe... I would think would lead to me meeting new people that I could be friends with. I, like, I don't know what situation that would even be, but like, I guess I'm just thinking about this because I'm like, this is gonna start happening soon, and I'm gonna watch everybody else go back to like their lives and still be stuck where I am. I'm not having a support system and being really lonely and um still staying at home all the time because I don't know like I don't know how else to deal with that or what to do to like quote unquote fix it and like that video I watched about like how my depression shows up just like reiterates that because that's that's, like, been me for a good majority of my life has been, like, that sort of depression of, like, I'll sit there and think about stuff and then just, like, talk myself out of actually doing it. Or I'll tell myself that I'll do it and then just never actually get up out of bed and do it. Um, and I don't really know how to fix that either. Um, yeah, it's just how am I supposed to... It just feels impossible, like, to find new people to introduce into my life. 
even though I know that's what I need, I don't know how that could ever be at the same time. It's like the friends that I had have been around for so long. Like the, like the friend, the most recent friends that I've made was from when I was in treatment. Um, not exactly the most positive experience, but that's still where I met those people. And those are like the, the newest friends that I really have. Other than that, like it was like the people that I had known since like fourth grade or high school, like they were like friends of with them and that's how I met them um it wasn't like new people like I don't know how people make friends (laughs) um like as a concept I know how they do but I don't know how I can do that uh and not feel like I'm putting myself at risk all the time or like setting myself up to be hurt again or anything like that I really don't know. Um, And yeah, like at this point, I just feel like I'm in this like cycle. And a part of it is just, this is the kind of thing that I think when I know that my depression is getting worse, but it's just kind of like why, it's this feeling of like, why bother trying? Like even with like, the painting stuff, like buying paint and supplies and things like that cost money. Um, why bother buying these supplies and trying out these different things when there's like nothing, when I don't know what I'm doing this for, I guess is the best way to put it. Like, um, like, I'm not really selling them, trying to sell paintings anymore. Like, I still have my stuff up on the websites that I've always used. Um, But, you know, the only people that ever bought anything was, like, my aunt (laughs) Uh, and a couple friends when I really needed money, which I appreciate, but it's not like people wanting to get the art that I'm making purely based on just, like, wanting it in their house. Um, and it's just, like, there's no point in me spending money to buy paint, to make paintings that just sit in my apartment and nobody sees them. Like, especially because a lot of the times when I would paint, it was to, like, get out, like, painful emotions, but it's, like, when, like, there were paintings that I made when I was, um, upset, and I remember exactly how I felt when I made those and I don't want to I don't want to hang those on my wall and think about how I felt when I made that every time I see it every day um like it kind of reminds me of like uh Chester Bennington I remember like him live was like super intense and emotional and everything it was one of the things that he was known for and And, like, he said, like, every time he would perform a song, he would think about, like, what, like, what, basically the situation that made him write that song in the first place. And, like, what emotions, um, he was feeling when he wrote that. And they would come out when he was singing 
that music, which makes sense because a lot of his songs were about abuse and trauma. And like, that's what I do when I listen to his music. I hear songs that remind me of things I've been through and imagine me like yelling them out at people that I would never usually say. Um, But it's the same thing with like the paintings that I make where when I make it because I'm feeling like really sad or depressed or whatever about whatever it is um and afterwards when I look at it that's all I can think about and like if another person buys it because they just think it looks nice like they can buy it and hang it in their house and feel nice um because they just like what it looks like like aesthetically and they don't have to know like what like motivated me to make it in a way Uh, but if I make it and it just stays in my apartment, then I'm just accumulating stuff. Like I'm just making more and more things to have, uh, cause those paintings that I make that are like from really painful things, I don't want to hang them on my wall. I don't want to sit there and stare at them every day. Like, why would I want to do that? (laughs) So they just usually end up sitting in my closet. Like, that's why I got rid of a lot of them. Because it's like, there's no point in me spending this time, effort, and money making this stuff that I don't even want to look at. Like, even though, even though I think they're, like, pretty, like, I like what they look like. If it comes from something painful, I don't want to sit there and look at it all the time. It makes me uncomfortable. I don't like looking at it. I would rather it go away, but, you know, um, it doesn't, and, yeah, I don't know, it's just, it just seems like a lot of effort to put into something that's, like, not going anywhere, um, but it feels like that's what the last few months have been like for me, like, I don't know what I'm doing, like, I'm working at a job that I hate, And I don't know what I should do. Like, should I try to find... Should I try to get rehired at my job under the same position that I used to do? But just, like, remotely? Like, work and do medical records remotely so I could just do that from home instead of having to go into an office? Since... uh, I can't remember if I said this on here, but they said for sure that, like, my old position at the hospital is just gone now for good so I can never go back so it's like should I try to switch into that position but remotely so I can still stay working at home or should I try to find a completely different job and part of that is like I know what I like I've said this a million times I know what I want to do like I know I want to work at like a a shelter a domestic violence shelter and help, um, abuse victims and their kids in, in any way that I can. But I'm also sitting here like, but I don't know how I could even do that. Cause like all the shelters that are around in this area are far away from me. I would have to take, I would have to like, I don't have a car, so I don't even have a way to get to work. So it's like, how would I, how would I do that? Uh, I don't know. So, like, even though I have, like, a somewhat cohesive plan, 
I don't have any actual idea of how that could even happen. Um, so it's like, what am I doing then? Should I just continue working at a job that pays me like shit that doesn't treat me right because it's a job or try to do something else? I don't, I don't know. I honestly have no idea what to do. So I'm just like sitting here all the time, confused and just not doing anything. And it's the same kind of thing with, like, the painting stuff. Like, I don't know if I... Should I be painting just because I enjoy it? And just hide the paintings of stuff that are painful in my closet so I never have to look at them again? Should I, like, try to sell them? Like, it seems, like, daunting. Like, to try to do something creatively, like, so many... There's already a lot of... There's a lot of natural competition anyway, but... A lot of people started doing creative hobbies and stuff around when COVID happened. Like, the same thing that I did. Like, I was home more. I had time to kind of focus on this. So, that's what I ended up doing. Um, And I know that I don't need... Like, you don't need to make money at your hobby in order to validate you having that hobby. But in my mind, it just doesn't... It just feels like it feels like a waste of time like why am I spending my time trying to make these things if the only people who see them are me (laughs) like I can do that whenever I want but it just feels like a huge waste of money um to keep having to rebuy new things and make them just to like basically have them hide in my closet where nobody would see them like that's not that doesn't feel constructive to me or anything like I got rid of a bunch of paintings because I knew I would never want to hang them up on my walls so like restarting that whole process and remaking more things just to hide them in my closet doesn't solve anything That's just redoing the same thing again. Which is why I haven't done anything. Um, So I'm like, I don't know if that's wrong. Or if I should be thinking about focusing on something else. I honestly have no idea. Um, But this is why, like... The depression stuff is so easy for me to get into because it's like um, taking, like trying to get people's attention to sell my art is really hard for me to do. I don't like couple, like personal attention makes me really scared um, and I don't really know how to do any of that like, online shit, um, so, I just don't do it, because it just, like, I tried for a while when I was really short on money, and it just, uh, it just felt like I was, like, running at a brick wall all the time, and that all the effort that I put into it wasn't really paying off, so, like, why was I bothering to do that when I could spend my time doing something else? 
even if that's something else is laying on my bed, like reading the same fan fiction that I've read a million times or watching the same movies that I've seen or like looking at TikTok or watching YouTube videos or whatever, it feels like the same because I'm like, at least with that other stuff, I'm just watching something or reading something that I know I enjoy and I'm not like spending any money to and like putting like painful stuff into art that just ends up being hidden like there's no point in making that stuff that ends up just hiding away in my closet where nobody sees it um and just reminding me of how bad I felt that day when I made it like I'm just especially thinking of one of the paintings I got rid of a couple months ago in like January was when like my mom gave me her my vacuum which I'm glad that I have I have a vacuum but her giving it to me brought up all of these feelings like whenever she buys me anything I just feel like I'm a horrible person for accepting a gift from her because I just can like hear people's voices in their heads of saying like you know you won't talk to her you won't see her you haven't seen her in person in like three years or something like that almost three years I think but you'll like but she'll like buy you a $250 vacuum and you'll take it like so like her money is good enough for you but nothing else is uh, and I just feel really guilty for taking it and wish that I could just give it back. But I know, also know that I need it and I actually need it for my apartment. And there's, and um, I still have a lot of anxiety with money, even though I've been able to make like the money that I got for taxes and um, the stimulus still last this long which usually I spend like most of it by this point so I'm glad that it's, it's lasted already this long and I'm making it stretch longer um but like I still don't buy like I don't like I still get really anxious buying things that are more than like $50 like there's been some things that I bought like in therapy this week, my therapist told me to buy two things that were there to try to help me make, to help make me, like, feel better, almost like self-care things. So I bought a stuffed animal and a big, blank, uh, a new comfy blanket for my bed. That was, like, $50 on Amazon. Um, and I bought, like, like, a new pair of pajama pants from Target that was, like, $20 a couple weeks ago. And, like, I want to buy, like, some new, like, t-shirts and comfy, like, pajama pants kind of thing from Walmart or Target or whatever that would be around the same amount, like, $50 or something probably at the end. But that's, like, but that's it. That's, like, the most I can imagine myself spending. So, like, I know that there's no way I would spend, I would drop $250 on a vacuum. So, like, even though I feel insanely, um guilty and like shameful for taking a vacuum from my mom when I don't let her in any other part of my life um I also know that I need it and especially when my mom gave that to me was when I had no money 
so I took it and I but I just sat there and stared at the box for like three days and felt super duper guilty and like made a painting when I felt like that and I like hated the painting I like I thought it was so ugly um, but other people, when I posted it, like, people I know online, on, like, social media stuff said that it was nice. And so I was, like, and I assumed that I was looking at it differently than most people. Because I'm always the hardest on myself. And because it's so attached to such negative emotions. that when I see it, I just think of how much I hate it. Um, and not like the artistic value of it that one was like one of the first ones when I decided to just throw away a bunch of my paintings that I was really happy to get rid of um there's a bunch of them like that that I got rid of where there are ones that I did when I was really unhappy and feeling a lot of things that I didn't want to feel and I don't want reminders of it so it's like like, I'm a creative person, but I don't know what to do with that now. Like, I don't want to keep making, like, things that just make me remember how uh, sad I am sometimes. But then me not making those things, how, like, keeps me feeling and, like, depressed. Because I'm just laying in bed not doing anything. And I just sit here and think about how I just spend two days every week laying in bed not doing anything and the most I do is like figure out where I want to order food from for dinner or whatever and then spend the rest of the work week working at a job that I hate that like is boring as hell that is like mind-numbingly boring and I spend the whole rest of the week looking forward to the weekend when all I do on the weekends is lay in bed and not do anything <laughs> It's just like a never-ending, a never-ending cycle. And I think the fact that I remembered that, oh, when I get vaccinated, I still don't have friends to hang out with. So that's not going to change so much in my life. Is like getting to me more now because I'm just sitting here thinking like, when will this cycle end? <laughs> like, how will I get out of it? I have no idea. Like, I don't have anybody in my life. I don't have to leave my house for any actual reason. Um, like, I don't have to go anywhere or do anything outside of my house. I work at home. I can get food and stuff sent to my house. I can get anything that I need to buy sent to my apartment. I don't have a car, which is a big issue, like, a thing that's bothering me now because... That's hard to figure out, like, the career stuff when I don't have a car. Like, if I had one, like, get trying to get a job at, like, a filing shelter would be a lot easier because I could just drive there back and forth, but I don't have one. And I don't have one to go anywhere else for that matter. Like, the thing I'm thinking about is, like, um, the thing my therapist wanted me to do was get, like, things that made me feel nice. So, ever since I was a kid... I've always used, like, a stuffed animal almost as, like, another pillow. Um, like, since I was little. Like, when I was, like, two, one of my aunts gave me a stuffed bear that was actually named Barney, which was funny growing up because 
the te- like the ki- children show Barney with like the purple dinosaur was really popular when I was like eight or so. Um, so people thought that that's what it was named after when it was not at all. Uh, but either way, I had that dog and like that bear, I think, until I was like 12 when my dog Toby ate its face. Just its face. It left the rest of it fine, but just like needed to cannibalize its face. So I got rid of it. And it, this was like one of those funny things that happened, but, or I guess it could be seen as funny, but when my parents got divorced, my mom and me, my sister and I, we moved into a one bedroom apartment and my mom, and my sister used to sleep in the same bed and I slept in my, in like my own bed. And my sister had like a white bear and every night when she would go to sleep, she would like have it on her bed and I would go come over and like take the stuffed animal off of her bed after she was asleep um because I wouldn't be able to sleep without like a stuffed animal to like hold on to on my bed because uh, obviously sleeping was hard and it especially was extremely difficult when I was that age um and so my mom got me like a stuffed like bear or a stuffed dog for like Christmas that year so I could stop stealing my sister's uh, stuffed animal um and so like ever since then like I had that dog forever it was like a it looked exactly like our actual dog it looked like a black lab I I still miss that dog I had it like I brought it to like college with me at some point when I was in college I had to get rid of it because it like you know when stuffed animals aren't like they get like wore down by you using it so much so they're not even like stuffed anymore so I had I had to get rid of it at some point but I had that thing for a really long time um so I'm telling this story because when my one of the things when my therapist brought that up was to to get something that is there to help give bring you like some comfort and I told her right away like that I want a stuffed animal like that that last weekend I kept thinking that I wanted a stuffed animal to hug. Like, I used to have stuffed animals that I would just hug when I needed it. And on top of the one that I had that I used is like a pillow. So I ordered one off of Amazon and it came and it, I wanted to have one that would be the size of like a pillow, but it's smaller because it's, it's impossible to tell sometimes how big something will be off of just from a picture on Amazon. Um, and I'm, I'm glad that I have it because I've been hugging it a lot the last couple days. But I'm also just been thinking, like, I wish that I could just, like, go to Walmart or Target and just, like, walk around there and find a big, like, stuffed animal that's, like, a dog or something like that that is meant for a kid. But I could, like, buy and take home and use it for my pillow now because that's what I really want. But I don't have a car to do that. And, like, even though I saw my sister yesterday and we could have gone into a Target, like, it's hard to describe, but buying the stuffed animal that I want, like, it's one of those things where I feel like I need to do that by myself because it's a very, like, inner child thing. Like, this is something that I've done since I was a little kid that helps me feel comforted, and it's super duper vulnerable to me to pick out something like that in front of somebody else um 
especially my sister. I just don't feel comfortable doing, but I don't feel comfortable doing that in front of anyone. I want to be able to go off and do that on my own, but I can't. So I'm just like stuck because I don't know what to do. Um, if I should try to just buy something offline and hope that it's big enough when it gets here or, or what? Um, and I know that the whole situation with my landlords where they, the whole yelling conversation stuff definitely really threw me off. Like I've, ever since I had therapy again, I've been a lot calmer and not as scared to like leave my apartment, but um, I think ever since then, like the little things that uh, bother me a little bit are just bothering me more because it's like this pattern I get into where um, when something like that happens, I'm just like, it almost justifies like the worst things I think about people. Like, if, peop- if my landlords will come in here and basically yell at me because they have to fix my bathroom sink um, and try to make it sound like I'm crazy for not realize for just misunderstanding what they said, um, then, like, it makes me feel like I'm justified then for never leaving my apartment and never putting any effort into anything or going anywhere or doing anything or not being able to trust people to even be able to find new friends where I live. Um, Because if that's how people are, why would I want to bring more of that onto myself? But this is, of course, my issue because that leaves, that just leaves me in the situation that I'm in right now where I don't go anywhere or do anything and I'm really fucking lonely. (laughs) Like, that's all, that's all it really is, is that I'm really lonely. And I just, I'm, I can see myself with my depression lately since that happened. Like, just not trying as much. Like, not, like, like, not caring if, like, putting off eating when I'm hungry for a couple hours. Not taking a shower every day like I usually do. Because I just don't want to, like go through the whole process of doing it um like I'll like post something on social media and then delete it um because I worry that like people might misunderstand what I mean and get upset at me and I don't want any more confrontations um and then of course the whole thing of like my entire twitter account being deleted doesn't help because every day I keep thinking of more people that I followed on there that I now have no contact with and have no idea how to find them again because um, I can't even remember their usernames anymore and I'm not even sure that I should find them again because um, it feels that whole situation I don't know exactly what happened like who reported me if anyone reported me or if Twitter just did that on their own but whatever happened with that, I, I'm just like, maybe it's best that nobody can see anything that I say. And then I'm just kind of like on the outside watching what other people do and not actually getting involved. 